Hey guys, so today you and I are going to talk about improvements and the and improvement requests from management, I suppose. So let's get into it. So the question in question was, hi Frederick, speaking about contributions, this was posted on a video that I made which is called, how much should you contribute as a new programmer? Speaking of contributions, the management in my company appeals to the software developers to propose innovative ideas and implement them if they are considered to be prominent enough. Such ideas may be related to quality or runtime or build time improvements of the product. Any idea could be about uh, could be about creation of a diagnostic tool or implementation of a proprietary, proprietary framework or new benchmarking methodology. There are also small rewards for the best ideas and implementations. However, as far as I see, management doesn't always understand well enough the value of one or another contribution. Often managers ask an author of a contribution to provide benefit evaluation. The authors, in essence engineers, speak in terms of performance improvements in percentages, code quality improvements in no units, build time improvements, and so on. Yet the managers fail to convert these numbers into cash and ask the developers to do, to do the financial evaluation too. After all, managers understand cash better than anything else. My question is, how can a developer conduct financial evaluation of contributions if not not any contribution but at least but at least an innovative idea? My opinion is my my opinion that not every architect is capable of doing it, not to mention any mid-senior level developer. Things get especially difficult since you, ha you as a developer may not know the company's product line and the weight of each product in company's revenue. Yeah, something, something, something. Paraphrasing, you're basically asking me how do I convert uh, the stuff, the improvements that they are asking for into something that uh, can convert into money because that's the only thing they understand. So, this is where I kind of go where and I say it's kind of cute. I always think that this this is it's adorable when real software developers, like purebred coders, try to figure this one out because they always uh, miss the elephant in the room. And that is usually, the, the, the elephant in the room is that you're dealing with managers who are completely ignorant of everything that you do. And that is the reason why you, as the subscriber is kind of mentioning, that's why you have to put a money value on everything. And if you can't, don't do it. Well, unless, well, don't do it for the purpose of uh, expecting a reward. Because you're basically, it's um, the Swedish saying is pearls, pearls for swines. You're showing, an, uh, you're, you're doing amazing things, showing it to people who have no idea what the value of the thing that you're doing is. And see, the thing that they're doing is that beautiful thing that I love. It is the imitation game. Your managers have no fucking clue how to make the thing they're doing work because it's the tr it's the trendiest thing that you can imagine, especially in middle management. We're going to ask, or it's, it's the same thing as the hackathon, it's the same thing as these innovation packages and stuff like that. What they're basically trying to do is to bridge the fact that they are so incompetent that they can't think of any of this stuff themselves and give you incentive to do that job for them because they have no technical background. None whatsoever. Yet they are somehow in charge of all the people who know this stuff. And they're primarily in charge of you because of tradition rather than anything else. 
uh, and they have so-called quote-unquote business analytical skills or business administrative skills. You know guys that's big dirty secret is that most of middle management is completely redundant if you have a decent software team. You basically need someone, the, the, the only thing that they contribute with is the man hours usually of preparing the specification that the software developers needs to put into practice and in essence I will go as far as to say that an average senior software developer who has the interest in talking to stakeholders could do that job for the company without the middleman middle management it really is that their role is literally that pointless in many cases unless they're doing business analytics and stuff like that which is a whole different ballgame but this is the most popular way to date at the very least to try to fix the fact that uh, you can't really find a way to motivate your software developers it's 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 something that they do that managers like to do they are trying something out and the fact of the matter is that they're only imitating something that usually only works in companies such as say Google and they will never understand why it works and why it doesn't work so well in their company because as I said they have no way of evaluating how well it works it's just something that they do because it's a trend it's no different from how trendsetters all decide that today like this month is a red month and now we're gonna wear red dresses or stuff like that they have no no way of evaluating if this is working well or not and they're never gonna because it's the imitation game what they don't understand is that the reason why this works for Google for example is because the people who are actually pushing things and actually making these sorts of like they're the trendsetters within this they actually have people in place who can accurately evaluate and incentivize their software developers and that is a big difference between Google and Facebook like usually these real purebred IT companies on average it's not always that case because they also of course have incompetent managers in some cases uh, or at the very least non-technical ones uh, and without having real software developers who help you incentivize this sort of stuff, this is what you're left with. You're left with this, and this is even, it's actually worse because the thing is, if you're doing everything correctly, you don't have to give people in this IT department and a monetary incentive to come up with great ideas to make your business more lucrative. They're gonna do that for you, for free. Yeah, I'm saying it again, for free. And the reason why you're not seeing that is because you're incompetent. And I'm sorry to come down on you like this, but the reason why you have to do this and you think that this is a good idea is because you don't know enough about IT to make it, this sort of thing work. So for you as the software developer, the real, the, the real harsh truth for you is that unless you can break something down into something that is digestible for your manager you're screwed there's no point in trying now the way that I usually do this is that like, because you're basically as I like to say you're basically a wizard you are a wizard to most of your the people above you and they can't tell the difference between good magic and bad magic 
all they understand is, as you said, like they only understand money and how long something's going to take. And the beautiful part is that there are some things that you can do that is going to absolutely convert into like a, a valuable thing. And but and even though you know and I know and all the people who are actually competent in software development know that there are some things that are a little bit more subtle and very difficult to create a number for, but makes all the difference. You can't bet on that. It's like I mean, uh, it's like if they only uh, pick people of a certain gender or color or something like that to do to be part of the Oscars or host the Oscars. It doesn't matter what else you are. It doesn't matter how good you are. They have already decided what they like, and there's nothing you can do to change that. And this is exactly that situation. One concrete example I can give you, which I've used in the past, which blew the socks off. And I actually did get, I didn't get, well, they didn't, they didn't pay me for that, but uh, they were very pleased. Uh, was when we basically reduced the build time of the CI pipeline by, I think we took it down from 10 minutes to f 4 seconds, something like that, after a day's worth of work. Because we had these really outdated libraries and a few really, really poor performance uh, dependencies that we just switched out from, for a, I think it was a C implementation. And when we did that, the difference was enormous. Now, my developers, so like the people that I was working with, I mean, we all knew that this was amazing. But of course, you know, when you told somebody about it, they weren't all that impressed. So what I did was that I did the only thing that works. I did the office politics thing. I went and made a damn power presentation, PowerPoint presentation where I compared the pre, uh, like the before and the after. I put it down at the level where I could explain this to a toddler, and then I put one slide, and that was the slide that made the difference. And that slide was: this is the average salary you're paying your developers. This is how much you're you were losing because you didn't have this. This is now how much money you are saving. Boom, that they understood, and that then they realized that wow. Sometimes the developers actually do something that is sort of useful. <sighs> Anywho, so what I want you to take away from this is that if you want to be successful in uh, making some extra side money by coming up with quote-unquote good ideas, uh, you really have to only prioritize things that either if, you, if you're really lucky you have a manager who has actually a background in IT and they are rare god damn they're rare i don't i still don't understand why it's not a hard requirement for a person of a, within management in a software company to have a background in software i cannot understand it i don't know why i'm guessing it's because it's so fresh of uh, in a field and it's so there's so much magic that if you just invent your own title or sound confident enough in that business meeting with other people who are just as ignorant as you are and that of course also are scared shitless that they're going to get found out well if you just sell bullshit to other people who sell bullshit you they're going to believe the bullshit and the only people who are actually making a difference whatsoever are the software developers in many cases these are the unfortunately like you, you they are lifting everything up and you hire people who have no idea what they do and how they do it all they know is this like stuff that literally I can train most of the software developers that I work with to do in a day 
it will take unless you have as i said unless you are, are you know if you're a true bread management ma manager don't even come talk to me because i can get uh, like i can basically get a junior level software developer to do most of what you're doing uh, business analysts things other stuff that's a whole different story and domain knowledge is of course another thing as well but it's not it's not very complicated so for you as the software developer you have to do the office politics thing and the office politics way of solving this is actually very simple you have to get friends because that is what office politics is in essence about it is about making friends with the right people because if you're friends with the right people and you speak their language they will like your ideas and that has been a true way like that has been the only true way of making it making any headway in the corporate world since the dawn of industry basically have a great day